Dinner with Dina, copyright Serenia Murthy, 2019. Stevie was chattering away into the phone using her most chirpy, syrupy tone when I came downstairs. Oh, that sounds fine. No problem at all, she gushed. I'll see you both in a little while. She hung up and abruptly quoted Kathy. Ack! What is it? Allie asked. Damn that Alexander! Stevie stamped her foot. I said we'd do an 8 p.m. dinner, not a 10 a.m. brunch. They're going to be here in an hour and I'm not ready. I mean, look at me. She gestured at herself in disgust. Why did you just tell him he'd made a mistake? I asked. Because I'm a complete dodo brain. Stevie made a face at me and then turned serious. That was his sister on the phone, she said. I don't want her thinking I'm some sort of flake. How's it going to look if I change the time at the last minute? It's Alexander's fault, obviously, but I'll be the one who gets the blame. You can be sure of it. You have no idea how catty women can be to each other. Dina is the closest thing Alex has to a mother, and I know she's going to judge me, not just for herself, but also for their late mother. I have to measure up. This could really be going somewhere, and I don't want to screw it up. She wrung her hands. Fine, go fix yourself up, I said. But what about the menu? She shrieked. She flung the refrigerator door open. There is literally no food in this house, she quoted mom. All we have are eggs, eggs, and more eggs. She flung a hand to her hair. Relax, Sybil, I said. I can whip up a quiche. You? She exclaimed. Just go, I said. It'll be fine. She hesitated. Go! I gave her a shove. Why are you still standing here looking ornamental? Ah, okay. She raced upstairs. I rolled up my shirt sleeve. What can I do? Allie demanded. Mince the mushrooms. I got out the flour. The quiche was sizzling nicely in the oven when Stevie came downstairs, looking every inch the perfect hostess. Her eyes lit up as she detected the aroma. Mmm, she said. That actually smells good. The doorbell rang. She looked alarmed. Just go answer it, I said. Allie's already set the table. Dina and Alexander entered looking all elegant. Allie and I greeted them, and pretty soon, we were all seated around the table. It's a shame your parents couldn't join us, Dina said graciously. Stevie let out a high-pitched laugh. Alex looked chagrined. She must have filled him in on his gaffe. It's not really his fault. That man has no concept of time, or anything else, when he's talking to Stevie. Allie shot Stevie a look that said, Be normal! I said grace, since we had company and Dad wasn't there. And then we all dug in. Mmm, this quiche is delicious, Dina exclaimed, following her first forkful. Stevie made it, I said, before Stevie could say anything. She's an awesome cook, Allie backed me up. Dina looked impressed. Alexander looked all proud of himself, as if he'd actually, you know, done something. And Stevie looked more bashful than I'd ever seen her look before. Seriously, she could have given Georgiana Darcy a run for her money. We retired to the living room for coffee. Dina offered to help with the dishes, but Stevie wouldn't hear of it. That can wait, she assured our guest. We sat down and chatted. I reflected that this was a far cry from that disastrous first dinner with Jared. Me with my video game under the table. Stevie's ghastly risotto, which she had the grace never to attempt again. I caught her eye and could tell she was thinking about it too. We grinned at each other. Allie was asking Dina about her plans for the weekend. 
We're going to run for the cure, she said. This is something we do as a family. You guys should come, Allie invited. It'll be fun. A shadow fell across Dina's face. Alexander protectively placed his arm around her. Allie's eyes darted from one of them to the other. Did I say something wrong? She asked, breaking the awkward silence that followed. Alexander cleared his throat and smiled. Not at all, he assured her. It's just, my sister doesn't like to. I mean, it reminds her of... Dina placed a hand on his sleeve and he broke off. She turned to Allie and smiled. It's just, a it's just a stressful topic for me, she said. Allie looked concerned. I mean, I had cancer. But, she smiled. I expect your father told you all about that. She took a sip of coffee. Dad? Allie exclaimed. What would he know about it? Dina opened her mouth. Tali, Alexander looked like he could have bitten off his tongue. I realized from the self-conscious look on his face that he had almost called his sister by her former name, the one she used to have before she moved to the U.S., Talia Petrov. There was an awkward silence. Dina and Alexander both had deer-in-the-headlights expressions on their faces. Are you quite well now? I asked. Dina seemed relieved at the innocuous nature of the query. Oh, yes, she exclaimed. The doctors in Sweden were very good. I'm ever so grateful to Dr. Mc... Alexander nudged her. Macmillan, one of the best. Macmillan, my foot. She had been about to say Dr. McCord. I knew it. It's not her fault. She's obviously not the spy of the family. It was something she and Allison could bond over. Why don't we change the subject? Stevie said graciously. Dina, I love your dress. Where did you get it? Well, there was nothing classified about that. The subject rested on fashion for a while. Alexander and I stared at each other. He was clearly bored out of his mind, and so would I have been, had I not just discovered something to mull. Dad may be Dr. McCord, all right, but he was no physician. What did he have to do with Dina's cancer and treatment thereof? Why did she persist in being grateful to him about it? There was more here than met the eye. Dina and Alexander took their leave at 1 p.m. We saw them to the door. You must come over to our place for dinner soon, Dina invited. All of you. She smiled at Allie and me. Your parents, too. Of course we will, Stevie assured her. And I want the recipe for that quiche, Dina continued. Consider it done, Stevie eyed me sideways. In return, I'll show you how to make Alexander's favorite parody. Dina gave her brother a playful nudge. Our mom used to make them. She trailed off and they both looked a little sad. Stevie waited until their car was out of sight before emitting one of her signature squeals. She caught Allie and me in a hug and gave the sides of our heads a smacking kiss. Ah, I can't believe it. You losers made everything so perfect. Well, I was glad to see her happy. She continued to gush about it even after the parents had come home. They both looked suitably impressed. Maybe we did something right after all, Dad observed. Maybe Stevie did something right, you mean, I reminded him, causing him to roll his eyes. The next day found me at the library, reference librarian's desk to be precise. Jason, if we see any more of each other, it's going to make talk, she chided me. As long as we keep it professional, I parried. Listen, Clara, do you happen to know which hospitals in Sweden are the best for cancer treatment? 
St. Augustine's, without a doubt, she answered glibly. They're at the top of their game when it comes to medical tourism. They have treatments there you can't get anywhere else in the world. I just had this feeling inside of me that I was getting warmer. Are the patient records public? I asked hesitantly, feeling that I was pushing my luck. Well, as it happens, yes, she said, frowning at her screen. I mean, they're not usually public, but St. Augustine's received so many grants, and it's the subject of so many documentaries and studies, and has enough donors that they've incorporated transparency into their mission statement, just to show that everything's on the level. Sounded like my kind of hospital. Can I see them? I asked. What year? Her fingers hovered above the keyboard, expectantly awaiting my command. I did some quick math. It would have to be before Alexander and Dina Miranov had moved to the States, and after we moved to Washington and Dad started working at the National War College. 2015, I said. She tapped it out. Pretty huge listing here, she said. I don't think it would be feasible to print it out. Can you narrow it down a little? She smiled at me. Um, I didn't even know what kind of cancer Dina had had. Oh, wait, I think I see what you're looking for. Her eyes brightened. She tapped a few keys and then turned the screen to face me. My heart nearly fell into my stomach. She had applied a filter, donor sign-off. And there it was, staring at me in black and white. 16 cancer treatments for Talia Petra, ranging from January to September 2015. And each one had been signed off and paid for by Dr. Henry McCord.